This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer one, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo, or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about Naughty Nancy. No, this isn't a story about a bad girl. This is a truth about a great place to eat and hang out. Naughty Nancy's Food Shack, located at 700 Eldridge Street in the downtown Clearwater area, is a quaint little place nestled under some huge oak trees serving great food and drink and a wonderful, friendly atmosphere. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. They have 10 daily specials as well as many different styles of cooking from Cajun, New England, Country, Gourmet, and even Short Order, prepared just the way you want it. So check out this groovy little dew drop in right on the trail. So jog up to our front door, ride up on your bicycle, drive up in your car, or pull up on your motorcycle, and visit my friend Nancy and place your order. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars and you might get a free drink. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for takeout order at 727-501-9090 that's 727-501-9090 they truly have the best smoking barbecue in town oh and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce that's the rib shack barbecue in downtown largo 727-501-9090 i'm telling robert from nostalgic radio and car sent you excuse me sir yes it's the bat phone <laughs> to the bat balls to the Batmobile. Hello out there. Peabody and Sherman here. Set the Wayback Machine. We enter the Wayback and we're immediately hurtled back through time and space. Hi, I'm Bob Lutz, former Vice Chairman of General Motors, and I like listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars at Semper Fi. Tune into Got the voice. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Are we having technical difficulties up here? We are. He's shaking his head. I don't know if you can hear me or not. Are we live? Bueller. 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 <laughs> uh, check one. Check one. Radio check. Is this. Anyway. Either that or I can't hear. My ears. Maybe it's just microphone. I'm not sure. First, Somebody, it, first it was your voice that was gone. Now your hearing's gone. What's uh, next? Your sight? Uh, my, that, what, my what brain. We got an ape in studio? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Well, anyway, let me take the opportunity to introduce one of my buddies over here, Terry from Michigan. Terry, how you doing, buddy? Fantastic. It's Terry. Well, we won't mention your last name, but we'll say it's Irish, okay? Because uh, he's a, hey, wait a minute. Aren't O'Brien, you Irish too? O'Brien Flanagan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. Actually, it's 
there's a restaurant named after him. How about that? That's a clue. Anyway. Oh, Brady? <laughs> Brady. Yeah. O'Malley? Do we have beef O'Brady in studio? Why? I cannot hear diddly. I mean, is this thing on? Really? Check one, check two. Can you hear me? Terry, can you hear me? Yes, I can. You can try. Okay. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Okay. We had to do that little, you know, the, that Verizon Maybe commercial. if you got a haircut, the hair wouldn't be blocking your ears. Oh, and you God. Now better. you sound like the guy at work with. Get a haircut! <laughs> hey, long hair! Out of the car, long hair! <laughs> That's his own harem. That's his own harem. Well, now, here's here's what we're going to do. This is what something, you know, you guys know that I'm notorious about putting shows together at the last minute. So I decided to whip up this uh, all-Michigan show. Now, they're having a big freeze up in Michigan, right, Terry? As always. As always. Okay, and there's a number of car things going on. We got, on the western front, you've got Scottsdale going on next week. And then, of course, in your neck of the woods, you got what? Detroit Auto Show, right? Autorama. Auto, wait a minute, Autorama 2? Or is it the auto show? Well, the international, the international auto show car, show car. Yeah, the brand new stuff. That oh, that's the autorama or auto show. Correction. Why is the autorama going on too? No, that will be um, next month. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> you haven't been there. All right, so Terry, now you're a Chevy guy. I'm a Ford guy, but we get along real good. Ford has a better idea. Now. <laughs> So, tell us a little bit about what you do. You kind of like, uh, we met years ago because you're a swap meet junkie like I am. So, and you come down here in the summertime, no, in the wintertime, actually, right? And you uh, scrounge parts just like we did. Heavily addicted. Heavily addicted. So, give us some background. Tell us, uh, you know, what your your how you how what how did you get involved with cars? What I mean, you're from Detroit, right? I'm born and raised in Detroit. <laughs> okay. Middle child of nine kids. <laughs> wow. Irish Catholic. <laughs> you got that right, Chris. <laughs> We're all Catholics here. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody, okay. So they played they believe in Vatican roulette. <laughs> anyway, go on. It's a family show. Oh yes. <laughs> go ahead. Um work construction all my life. Yeah. And now I'm retired. Thirty plus years with the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, uh-huh. local fifty-eight, Detroit. Okay, retired, still loving cars. Spent many years randomly at the car plants, working on building projects, uh-huh. modifications. Shutdowns was um, a big thing. New Year's, Christmas. Shutdowns. Okay. You work 12 hours on, 12 hours off for two, three weeks plus. Was that for like retooling or something like that? Or when you say shutdowns, tell us what shutdowns are. Shutdowns, uh, the employees leave. Right. get vacation. Right. And we go in. First thing they do is, in the summertime, they turn off the air conditioning. 
In the wintertime, the first thing they do is shut down the uh, heating system. <laughs> so you might as well be outside, right? Basically, yes. Because you got some big old concrete buildings that are not real fancy schmancy, are they? Right. They're giant cavities with uh, steel machinery inside of it. And construction workers. Uh-huh. Okay. So now, how'd you get bit by the bug with cars? How long have you been playing around with cars? Long before I was even capable of driving. Okay, so you had a pedal car like the rest of us, right? Mm, Go-kart. Bicycles. Go-karts, bicycles? Okay, so you, you took the advanced step and just uh, bypassed all the, the pedal cars and the tricycles and all that kind of stuff. Well, I was born and raised in the ghetto. <laughs> so somebody took your bicycle. <laughs> okay. At one point in time, I had a bicycle for every day of the week. And then I had also one for my paper out. Oh, okay. Of course, Detroit News. Detroit News. Is it still around? It's a combination of news, free press, Gannett Publishing. Uh-huh. Okay. So now, what, so how, and how did you get hooked on Chevrolet's? The need for speed. The, oh, you're really trying to go. <laughs> well, now, hey, was MIS around back in those days? Not, not that I knew of. Uh-huh. The, the kind of racing that I was involved with or tried to get involved with or tried to get into was drag racing. Drag racing, okay. That's cool. But there is a reason why they call it drag racing. Why is that? Because... It is a drag. It is a drag. <laughs> In the words of um, Don Garlitz, yeah, drag racing can make you moderately wealthy if you start out a millionaire. I I, I got it. Well, now some guys, uh, Connie Kalita is from your area, and he's what a billionaire basically. Well, you got Kalita Flying Service. That's it exactly. So he started out racing, and then. And you went over into the whatchamacallit. He's done very well. Roush is from your area. He's done very well. But getting back to Connie Coletta, he had some uh, bad publicity years ago. Yeah. It's a good show. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Anyway, um, but he still did very well for himself. And he did race a lot of fast cars back in the day. Oh, yes. And then moving right along to uh, Roush. Yeah. He has major um, automobile facilities in the metropolitan Detroit area, mm-hmm. and he has a major collection of Ford products. Yep, been to his place, checked it all out. It's in Livonia, Michigan. Exactly. He's even been on the radio show, believe it or not, Jack Roush has. Connie hasn't been on the show yet, but Shirley Muldowney, she's from Detroit, right? Oh, yeah. Well, not Clemens area. Yeah, Okay. And uh, matter of fact, you know what? She loves to cook, and she says the next time I'm up in Detroit, she invited me over for dinner. So I'll have to do that. Maybe if you're with me, we can go over there because you can tell, you know, Detroit stories because everybody from Detroit loves good stories. In fact, we have a lot of listeners from Michigan, so they want to hear some stories. So give us some stories, Terry. Well, speaking of Shirley Muldowney, the only time that I actually know of seeing her on the Detroit River, there was a floating restaurant called the Lansdowne. Yeah. And I think the uh, One Lap of America was taking off from there. She was in the parking lot in a wheelchair after her big accident. Mm -hmm. 
and she looked like she got tangled up with a TV, old, early style TV antenna off the roof of a house. <laughs> the corrective surgery was metal rods through her body, bone, bone structure, and body. Ouch. So, did you do any drag racing, street racing back in the day? I tried to, but I was not that good with it. Not that good with it. So, what kind of cars did you have back in then? 69 Camaro. Oh, good. Nice car. Then I would jump from the Camaros into 55 through 57 Chevrolets. Okay. Then I went from 55 to 57 Chevrolets right into Corvettes. Okay. Now, let me, is that, and that's pretty much what you specialize in now, right? It's Corvette? Corvette and Chevrolet part parts. In general, okay. Is it getting harder and harder to find this stuff now? Oh, yes. It's time. But if you've got the right, um, eBay is the way, only way to go. Is it really? For the serious... Um, you, you want to sit down and, and make it place an order mm -hmm. and listen to the lies and misrepresentation. Oh, go to eBay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's a place for scam artists to hang out. And, and we won't mention any names, but what really irritates me about this, and I'm sure you see it and you deal with it, is all the phony baloney repo crap that is supposedly allegedly original or correct or takeoff. You know. And it's not, and that's just it's missed. You and I catch it for the most part, but the but the untrained guy buys a pig in a poke, so to speak. Yeah, it usually has that word on it that starts with the letter C mm -hmm. and ends in the letter A. Yeah, but sometimes they kind of cover that up. And years ago, supposedly they had um, a made-in USA. There was a part of Japan or a territory in Japan that was called USA. Oh, really? And what they would do they would stamp on the product um, usa no well made in made in usa made in USA. i'm not sure if it had the initials okay but um it was misleading yes highly gotcha so now when you were younger did you hang out at woodward in uh in the summertime woodward avenue well um younger yes but um there was also a Telegraph Road. Oh, okay. I heard about that. There was Telegraph Road. There was Gratiot. All those streets um, catered to nighttime. Of course, Woodward was the king of the hill. Woodward was where the engineers came out from the car companies with their um, assigned car for the weekend. Yeah. Usually something experimental. Uh-huh. Usually something high horsepower. And um, there was also the trailers being pulled behind uh, corporate vehicles with, with full-blown dragsters in them. Oh, really? And rails. Okay. And you got to see all that firsthand back in the day? No, I was too young or misled where I could never find the stuff, unaware of this stuff. Okay. But I hear about it routinely, routinely and regularly. Uh-huh. Now, there's 11 Mile. There was an area where they used to street race. There was North Line Road, which was real close to Detroit Metropolitan Airport. It may have been early on where the size the, or the uh, landmass that Metropolitan Airport is that this was actually just a street. And uh, rumor is they'd have the cops sitting out there spectating. Oh, that's a good thing. So they, so they were part of the thing, part of the, the car culture in a way. But I don't know if they used their lights or not for the uh, Christmas tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been convenient. That would have been convenient. Hey, uh, uh, Chris. Yeah. Since, since we're doing this Michigan thing, let's see. What do we got? We got a Michigan band that'll really rock the house here. How about MC5? 
Um, can you can you how, slip that one in the groove? You want MC five? How about um, now? I want to save Ted Nugent later for my buddy that's uh, coming on a little bit because he's a big Nugent fan. <laughs> all right, hold on. So let's how do some because we we're gonna play some rock and roll from a lot of Michigan slash Detroit. Oh, Mary about these guys? There we go. Remember these guys? Yeah. What's the name of this band? Grand Funk Railroad. There you go. Mark Farner. One of these days we'll get him on the radio show. Actually, you know, Mark Farner, Bob Seeger, Ted Nugent, and I would imagine Kid Rock are all Detroit guys, and they're all car guys. Oh, yes. And then uh, uh, a lot of people don't realize, but uh, Alice Cooper, who has a French last name, he basically is from Detroit originally. Moved to Arizona, but came back and played a lot of bands in, in Detroit because that's where uh, his music took off. Yeah, my younger brother went to Farmington High School, just like me, Farmington High School, Farmington, Michigan. Uh-huh. And uh, they had a concert one night where Iggy Pop was on stage Oh yeah, at the high school before his major popularity. I'll be darned. <laughs> but they caught him in the bathroom. Uh, Doing something he wasn't supposed to, and then, yeah. Oh, well. All right, fire up that music. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Largo Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Baker 11, 102829. As soon as I find out if Bellamore is there, I'll give you a call to you take off. Okay. okay. 
California, 635 Charles King George. One Baker 11, 635 Charles King George, no ones, not in file. One Baker 11, 10 4. Nothing on it. Uh, what do you think? Uh, think he's our dude? Uh, probably a salesman. Let's wait. Salesman. Sounds like he forgot about his alarm system. Could be. He didn't know the car had one on it. Pull it out to the corner. We'll run some film on it. One Baker 11. 102829. California 614. Henry Sam Ocean. Should have read my horoscope this morning. If he wants it, it's gone in 60 seconds. Things don't always go as planned, even for a pro. Sometimes when you steal a car, you get more than you bargained for. Holy shit! Sarah. Who is it? Police! The whole damn thing's loaded. Fasten your seatbelt for what Carcraft magazine calls the most hair-raising chase scene ever filmed. Hollywood Reporter says it's a thrill a minute. You owe it to your car to see Gone in 60 Seconds. It's Grand Theft Entertainment. Gone in 60 Seconds. Rated PG. All right, we're back, and you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And that was a little clip that I whipped up here a while back uh, from the old movie, the original, Gone in 60 Seconds. Of course, Terry had to bring up the fact that he said all those sound effects and all that screeching and all the sirens sounds like Detroit, right? Well, that's one of the uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. That's about how long it takes to have a car removed from the streets in Detroit. <laughs> 
Hey, we got somebody on the line? We do. Yep. Jeff, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. How are you? You're you're doing good. There's there what 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 your uh your little device sounds kind of funny. Can you hear us okay? Can you can you hear me now? Or well, it sounds like are you on a computer? I'm on my phone. Yeah, but it sounds kind of, Hey, wait, call us back real quick cuz you're kind of making some weird noises. It's kind of coming out really kind of weird. But anyway, um Oh yeah. All right. Are you Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to give you Do you have our number here? Or we need to call you back cuz we have the number. Hang up, and we'll call you right back. Hang up, and we'll call you right back. Duh. Okay. Well, anyway, so or you uh, could just announce the number and have him call it. <laughs> oh yeah, duh. Four four one. <laughs> Jeff, did you hang up already? I don't even why. I don't even know why I was. I, you know what? Seven two seven four four one three thousand. Yeah. You know what? On my mind. I am losing it tonight. I have. Uh, well, it's been a scramble anyway. So 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 this is what happens in Detroit. You lose your car in sixty seconds. Doesn't matter where you park it. Right. <laughs> as long as it's on the street. As long as it's on the street. Now you were talking a minute ago. You were talking about uh, John Vermish, okay? And uh, we'll we'll bring him up a little bit later because uh, he's good friends with uh, Hank, who's going to come on a little bit. He was also from Detroit. But real quick, while I got you guys on the phone, on the phone, on the air. See, this is live radio. See, live radio, anything can happen. I always preface by saying that live radio, anything. Jeff, are you back? Yes, I am back. Well, now you sound a little better. Okay. You know what's funny? Because. Uh, Chris is in there flailing his arms all over the place, and he's like, you know, making motions. And of course, you know, I can't read, hear, or think, or anything like that. And here I say, "Well, call us back." And then, of course, what he, I didn't even bother giving you the number. And then, for some stupid reason, it didn't occur to me to go, "Oh yeah, we give this number out all the time." Seven two seven four four one three thousand. After all, this is a radio show. It is a radio. There's show. a phone number for people to call. <laughs> so anyway, so right. Jeff, you're from Michigan. You heard the little clip there yeah. from uh, from Gone in sixty seconds. Is that your take yeah, yeah, on Detroit? I, I, I have that movie actually. Yeah. You do? Okay, well, while you're yeah. on the phone here, say hi to Terry. Terry is from Detroit. Hey, Terry, how are you? How are you? Excellent. How are you doing? And this guy's Jeff, so say hi, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. So here's Hello. here's what we're going to do. You guys can talk a little bit about Detroit, and I'm just going to sit back and listen a little bit. But uh, tell us, give us your story. We were just talking about Woodward a few minutes ago, so tell us your take on Woodward. Well, I mean, I'm in a little bit of a not in that necessarily original cruiser um, generation. You know, I got the cruising thing from my from my dad, who actually cruised um during that during the time that um Woodward was real big obviously in the 60s and stuff um and he used to tell me all about all the all of the um you, you know the the, the, the drive-ins and stuff and where it started and ended and you know how Pontiac really wasn't part of the original cruise that you uh have today um you know there in, De- in Detroit um being part of being part of living there most of my life and then being part of the cruise and doing uh, events and and working to promote some of the car builders there in in the Detroit area, um, it's 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 a, it's amazing how how political it can be and and just how how passionate people are there in, in Detroit about cars and and uh, it's, there's just no other place um, like it. You know, I live here in Florida like you do, Rob Robert now. Um, but uh, most of the year, but in the summer, I'm always up, up there in the Detroit area, and there's just not really another car place like like Detroit, you know. So you're telling me that there's car shows in the summertime, and I'm sure Terry can agree with this. What every day there's something going on in Detroit? Oh yeah, there's also 
the infamous gun and knife shows too. <laughs> <laughs> gun and knife shows. Well, you must be from the old school, but uh, no, uh, no, there is, there is, there are literally car shows going on every day. You, you can go, um, you can go there and basically pick um, any day of the week. Literally seven days a week, there's multiple shows going on uh, around the area um, at any, you know, every day, every day, Sundays. Or, Sunday there might be five or six and you know people have their favorites um you know but uh, they're all over the all over the area um starting with uh the big show there starting is, is in May is at the GM Tech Center there and more in uh near 12 mile um so you know people that maybe they haven't been there before or whatever that's kind of when when the whole uh car show thing starts there in, in Michigan what about uh, you were telling me about that other little uh, show that's up there? What's that funny little town there in the north north of Michigan? That, that well, isn't there something that starts in Detroit and kind of goes someplace else? Uh, What's that funny little German town? Frankenmuth. Frankenmuth. Oh, that's it. Frankenmuth. September. Yeah, that, that's, that's after, oh, okay. That's after Woodward. Oh, that's after Woodward. That's, yeah. People okay. That, uh, sell t-shirts and stuff. That's the best place. That's like the end of the year kind of show. Frankenmuth is um, there's so much going on there. You know, the same day as Woodward. Um, uh, for those people that haven't been there, it is the world's largest one-day car event. Um, you know, a million people and about forty thousand, forty thousand classic cars are, are are there all in one day, and so uh, it, it is pretty pretty big. But uh, it, it's kind of gotten um, broken down a little bit because um, you know Flint has a big event. And there are several other events, you know, throughout the, the summer that have kind of taken away a little bit more recently, um, you know, uh, from that. Now, if you if, if tell us a little bit about what the streets like. So, in other words, you're it's it's how how many miles long is 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 the Woodward Avenue from was it Royal Oak from there on up to well, uh, well Woodward goes all the way down to Detroit. Okay. Um, down, oh. down, right down at, to the river. But the drive, where does, how, where does the drive actually the dream, start? The Dream Cruise, yeah, the Dream, oh, the dream, dream Cruise, really right. Starts, really starts at about, um, I mean, people do go down to Ferndale. Um, I guess that they did do that originally, but, uh, you know, Ford is down there. Your your buddies at Ford are down, are down that far. But mo- for the most part, um, everybody stays north of, uh, let's say, 11 Mile. For the most part, and then obviously the heart of it is uh, their 13-mile road um, at the Shell Station and at Dugan's Pub, okay. which is right at basically 13 Mile in, in Woodward. And then uh, Dugan's Pub, um, for those people that have not been there before, or maybe they've looked it up, and and the original kind of cruise ends were were uh, restaurants. One of them was called the Totem Pole, which is down by the Detroit Zoo, used to be down by the Detroit Zoo. And then, um, and they had uh, a famous thing, which I think was called a five by five or something like that. And then they had Ted's, which was um, at the other end, it's in Bloomfield Hills at Square Lake Road. Um, and that, um, that, those are gone now, obviously, but uh, Dugan's Pub actually has their original sandwiches with, he bought the recipes and, and all that. So um, that is right across the street from the Shell Station there on Moberg. Um uh, you know, but that's pretty much the heart of everything, and then everything kind of, kind of disseminates from from there. Uh, but it's it's definitely something that every car person should go to at least once. It's definitely one of those uh, bucket list uh, play, uh, things. 
You've been to the, you know, next week or this weekend starts the uh, auto, the Detroit Auto Show, and um, and that's all new cars. But when is Autorama? Because you've been to that a few times too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Autorama um, several times, and and I've worked with a lot of the people. What I found out something that people don't realize about Autorama is is that a lot of the car people that build uh, the cars and build engines and and uh, work on these cars, you know, they actually, from a business perspective, this is their only opportunity, their real major opportunity to sell and, and to get um, their services known out there. Um, some of these guys spend their entire uh, budgets for the year, marketing-wise or, and all that, right on Autorama, and it's very unique there, um, you know, it's just once a year, uh, and that is in the, usually it's in the, March um, time frame, but they've been moving it up to February sometimes. I think it's a lot different than it was maybe back when it started. You know, Autorama actually started at Cobo Hall. It was really, from what I remember, it it, it was really small when it started. And then I think in the 80s you had these, you know, a lot of stars used to come out there when I was a kid and stuff. And then now it's a little bit more, I want to say, died down. But there is, it is pretty big. Um, uh, You know, they get about 150 to 200,000 people that go through that show in in a in a weekend, um, which is quite a quite a quite a bit of people. Hmm. Okay. So, like, so so the so Autorama, Woodward Dream Cruise. What else is what is what is some of the other big 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 deals that well, you, you well, well you got back to the bricks and Flint, which is the same same time frame as Woodward, and then now they have um, a, a, a Gratiot Cruise, and they have a with a Michigan Avenue cruise, which is down um, in Dearborn, and then um, they, those are the kind of the major things. Um, they name this, which is all the way up at the top of the uh, mid there. Um, they used to have, they still have a car show there, but if that's died down, there's not a lot of people going up there um, anymore. But that's that would be, but that used to be a big deal um, in the summertime up until maybe the last few years. Everybody tells me now that it's not not really that, that big, but. Um, there's also something that my uncle goes to. Um, he he, uh, it's kind of like a, I want to say kind of like the Hot Rod Magazines type thing where they do like a tour, um, and it's called the Cruise uh, 72 or 27 or Old 27. I guess before 75 was was put in, uh, they used to have to drive this kind of uh, state road um, called uh, 27, and, and uh, they they do a thing from the Duesenberg, um from the Duesenberg Court Museum there in Indiana all the way up to the bridge in Mackinac. And it's kind of like a week-long thing up, up there. Um, but, I mean, there's just a lot of there's a lot of things going on during the, during the summer there. Um, sometimes they have openings at the GM Heritage Center for GM guys. You know, that they, that's kind of like an invite-only type of, um, you know, cars there and stuff like that. But uh, there's a lot of different there, – there's just something going on really car-wise. Every day of the week, pretty much. Uh, Terry, some of the places that you used to hang out, did he mention everything or did he leave something out? <laughs> well, now, you guys are a little bit, you're, you're a few years apart, so some of the places that you would have hung out, you know, because you get about 10, 10, 12 years on, on Jeff. So, what, what are some of the places that he missed that you would have hung out with that would be kind of cool that's still kind of retro? What are you implying? <laughs> that's it there you go forgot about a little sound effect don't forget Bubba J now but anyway so Terry 
Brookwood, uh, Telegraph Road. Okay. Woodward Avenue. Right. Um, there was always a major rivalry in the metropolitan Detroit area between the East Siders and the West Siders. Car right? guys? Every category of life and living. Okay. Um, this is a car show. <laughs> on, on the East Side, you had, um, you had Gratiot. Right. You had... Um, uh, Gratiot went to from Mount Clemens to the metropolitan Detroit area. Mm-hmm. Metropolitan Detroit, um, the expressways. In the seventies, I used to go to a, a Nugget restaurant on Twelve Mile in Farmington, where they used to have um, Steve Lisk had a Hemi Dodge Challenger convertible. Ooh, Joe Rigorillo. Uh, I think he had it was restaurant owner money. Yeah, he had a uh, Ford Mustang that was uh, a street dominator. The two of them would get out on uh, 696 and race. Okay. Um, this was just I think it was a Thursday evening venue. Uh huh. And it was just full blown racing. As a matter of fact, to get into this top end club, they had a. a um, Another individual that had a Trans Am that he was trying to make it do the required 200 miles an hour. Yeah, well, <laughs> required 200 miles an hour, okay. Well, one of the rumors was he didn't prepare the rear end of the car, the differential, to do just that. Okay. At a high rate of speed, he, he uh, destroyed the rear end. All the gear lubricant was uh, slung away from the, the places it was supposed to be. Okay. And um, the rumor is he wiped out the rear end of the car. I don't know how fast he was going when he did that, but... um, It could have come to a sudden stop. Without breaking. (laughs) Yeah, without breaking. It it just kind of like everything just like seized. (laughs) And the driver hits the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. And then the car skids off the road. We got somebody else on the line? Nope, not yet. Okay, we got another... Why don't you go and see if you can give Lauren a call? Try her number. So if Hank's not... uh, I'm not handy. We're trying to get all these Detroit people on. Okay, so now I want. How about you and and Jeff and 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 Terry? Why don't you carry on some dialogues? Why don't you guys kind of go like, oh, hey, do you remember this? Do you remember that? Let's <laughs> let's hear some dialogue because this is what people want to hear. They want to hear dialogue. They want to hear you guys bantering. I'm on here every week, well, so we need new voices. You're, you're here every week, Robert. You could you decide to ask us a question. Well, yeah, um, but let's, you guys tell Michigan stories. It's about Michigan. <laughs> well, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, you got a cold front. Well, wait a minute. Now I know why'd you come down here to Florida because of the because of the cold up north. Is that it, or was it business opportunities? What brought you to Florida, Terry? I mean, not Terry. Uh, Jeff, John, oh, uh, Mark. Well, I mean, I'm in the I'm in the web I'm in the web um, you know field. So I mean, I can work basically anywhere. Um, but so I, I just kind of go up there. You know, I I still you know my parents live there and. And uh, and everybody and I'm from there, and I lo- and I really like it there, but I just don't like the cold like right now. You know, <laughs> I'm good on that. Um, so I just took the opportunity, um, when you know, like a lot of people, and and said, hey, you know, I'm going to come down here in the winter time, and and you know, I'm able to kind of snowbird it down here. But uh, in the summertime, I I definitely am up there. Um, you know, I, I most most of the most of the summertime. And um, I did have I did have uh, woodworkers.com for a while, and I just I don't have the site up now. But we used to do events and, and parties and different things up there. Um, one little story that's kind of funny is, is is Terry's probably familiar with maybe Vincetta Garage there on uh, it's 
close to I think Eleven Mile on Woodward. Um, it's it's, I mean, it's now a restaurant. Yeah, it's now a restaurant, and I was telling Robert the story a couple days, a few days ago, about how literally up until probably three or four years ago, um, that was a working garage, um, an actual garage that did car work and everything. And the guy, um, the guy, I went in there, I remember going in there in 2009 and trying to take some pictures or something, and the guy kind of shooed me out of there. And then I think he ended up selling the garage um, about a year later, and uh, they, they brought in this, uh, you know, the restaurant and everything, and it's, it's, it's got a lot of local... Uh, a lot of local people built different uh, lighting and everything for it, but it's uh, it's 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 pretty kind of a, a neat place, something something to go to when you're there in Detroit. And um, another thing, uh, people a lot of people don't know is is that you know Woodward was the first paved road in the in the country. So um, that's you know that's something I always tell tell people about. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Wait, 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 we got some on the turntable. Whoa, Alice Cooper. There's another great Detroit band. Or at least it started out there. Caught in a Dream, one of my favorite songs from the early 70s. Hey, don't touch that dial. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We will be right back and enjoy the song. somebody on hold too don't we we do we do okay uh well all right let's let's go let's go you want lauren yeah lauren we got another lady from a young lady with us this evening and she's from michigan originally too lauren fix the car coach lauren are you there yeah i'm here i'm originally from dearborn dearborn okay you're a ford girl through and through right uh well i got other brands i had a lot of german cars too but (laughs) but i do love my ford yes i need my daughter shelby so she didn't have a choice (laughs) <laughs> okay. Of course, well, she drives an Audi, which is amusing, but she has a Mustang, too. So. There you go. Well, Jeff's a big Porsche fan, and Terry just likes Chevrolets, don't you, Sherry? Oh, yes. Or and, well, Zuzus? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just No, kidding. not Zuzus. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Laura, what's going on in Detroit next week? This weekend? Oh, we, we have a huge, huge event uh, coming up next week, the Detroit Auto Show. Uh, it should be fantastic, actually. We've got uh, a lot of cars coming out, but not just that. Trucks, 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 and as a North American Car and Truck of the Year judge, we'll be announcing the 
car and truck of the year, so that is very exciting as well. Hmm. Okay. Now, hey, did, um, I'm wondering, uh, do they still put some of the old stuff in the in the basement? Um, um they, I think they, they used the to do that. It's on yeah. Rama. Just EV cars. That's pretty much that's all in the basement at this point. Electric vehicles. Uh, oh, okay. Most people, you know, they, they go there to see the cool cars. They want to go there and see the Porsches and the Hellcats and the, you know, and you know the Mustang and the new Vet and the new Camaro. It's all the people I really want to see um, that are right. new cars, anyhow. And especially of course, that, they have some new, of the exotics. Yeah, especially that new Z06. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's a nice right, car. Yeah. Well, Lauren, tell us a little bit. So, give us the rundown. So, the the truck of the year was what? The Ford now, the new Ford I with the aluminum. Tell you, I don't. I can't tell you. Tell you the three finalists. That's okay, tell me the three finalists. Uh, we're not allowed to release it, and even so, I don't know because we sent it all off to um, an actual accounting agency, so we no one knows the real answer. So, is is this the event that determines the car or the truck of the year? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Never knew so, that. Uh, yeah. So here's here are the finalists for the car of the year. Okay. The 2015 Ford Mustang with the independent suspension, the beautiful V8 engine, the five liter or the 2.3 liter turbo. Uh, second on the list would be the Genesis, the Hyundai Genesis, which comes in a six cylinder or a five liter engine. Very nice, well designed, very classy car, and it has won in the past. Uh, and then third on the finalist list is the VW Golf lineup. So that would be the diesel, the the TSI, uh, everything but the electric car. So that's they've won a lot of awards internationally as well. So I think that you know golf has a good chance as well. So it's, I won't tell you what I voted for, but we'll just say that I think there are three excellent finalists. Well, do they put do they categorize them? I mean, a Mustang's in a different class than a Genesis, and as well as a Volkswagen Golf. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what the the choices are? They have to have certain criteria that's really really important they have to be new all new this year so they can't say well i just did like a little touch-up from last year then that would obviously not qualify so that's something that people need to know that it's not you know, well we're just a slight reface that doesn't work that way uh, that's one thing secondly it has to really have made an impact on the automotive industry or with consumers so in this case uh obviously the mustang has but um in addition to that, you're looking at, like, the Genesis. It's completely redesigned. They put a huge load of money in it to completely redesign it. New engine, change the logo, and all that. So that's also important. And, um, of course, the Golf. It's completely new, all inside. Now, I'm actually surprised that the Mini Cooper didn't make it to the, to the final vote listing. But it's not my place. I'm just one of 49 or 57 judges now. We've updated our judging list. We've added a few extras this year so should be a interesting exciting solution or resolution we'll find out uh in addition we've got the truck of the year now this should be interesting we have the ford f-150 all aluminum which is definitely an improvement the chevy colorado which is supposedly supposed to be slightly smaller than the silverado but i think it's so slight that you can almost not tell the difference um and then the third choice is the lincoln mks Really? So that should be, yeah. Well, that's the basically an escape and a tuxedo. <laughs> you might want to mm. call it that. Okay, well, let me, let me ask you this. Was there, is, I, was, there's a rumor that Mini Cooper was going to make a convertible. Any truth to that? Yes. You're also going to see the JCW coming out. That I know some details, but I'm not allowed to release them. Um, 
I can tell you that for a fact that they're going to have a John Cooper work there. And my son has a mini JCW, loves his car, will not get rid of it. So interesting. That should be very interesting. Yeah. So, so, what's your thoughts on an aluminum body truck? Now, they say that's military grade. What does that mean? Okay, basically, it means it's just stronger than metal or regular steel, and it allows the ability to have more towing capacity because you're hauling less truck. So <clears throat> typically you're looking at 19,600 pounds on an F-350, Kuka, you're thinking, okay, well, everyone who's running a F-150 who's really using it, it has a Class 3 hitch on it. Well, this allows you to haul 750 pounds more, not 19,000 pounds, but they're going to offer what I've been told is they're going to offer that same aluminum body, lightweight technology, which is what, of course, the, the military grade is in the F-250 and 350. And that Ooh. won't be until next year. So, oh, I know. I, I sort of sweet-talked that out of a Ford engineer. So uh, I said to my husband, who's got an F-350 crew cab dually diesel, I said, be patient, because next year we will have something even better. So, I, I, can, I can see this. An aluminum-bodied Ford excursion. That would be me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, then you're never going to see the excursion again. We just got rid of our excursion. It had like 180,000 miles on it. Really? You have the dually. And... Things, we thought we'll never get rid of this. Who the heck's going to buy it? So we put it up on eBay and it went like crazy. People were going crazy. Some guy from Georgia came up to get it. Was it diesel? For, uh, yes, it was diesel. Yeah. The V10 Triton engine would be not worth it. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, there is such a huge demand for the excursion. And you would think they would say, well, let's get smart. Let's make an Expedition XL. Because Suburban's still being made. Mm-hmm. They basically left Suburban standing alone in the marketplace, which wasn't very smart. But that's all because. The people that don't really like cars, the crunchy people of the world who uh, don't believe in transportation, even though it could be diesel powered, have said they don't they don't like the excursion and they got rid of it years ago. I think the last year was like oh seven or oh eight, and um, they kind of left us with no options. So we had to go with a big truck because I wasn't about to buy a suburban. Okay, well let's petition the excursion because I've got an excursion, and so you know I think they need to build that again. And I've got three hundred and twenty thousand miles on mine. Truck people, I talked to the top of the truck people list, mm-hmm. and they know they're going to get requests daily. Just keep sending in your requests if you're listening and you want to see excursion come back. Yes, sending emails. They'll build what people want. Okay, they're going to have to complain for it, just like with the Mustang. Remember at one point they wanted to make it look like a probe? Oh, yeah, in the 90s. Oh, the Mustang Club of America went nuts. They had a huge letter-writing campaign. You can't make the car front-wheel drive. You can't do it. You can't do it. Well, it's a good thing they didn't because they would have lost all their sales. I would never buy another one. Absolutely. And I've got early and late late model Mustang. So, you know, I understand, but I would never buy a front-wheel drive Mustang. I don't care. Lauren, what's the latest and greatest in engine technology? Now let's talk about the big three since we're 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 we're, we're doing a, dish, a show in Detroit. So out of the big three, what's the latest and greatest in engine technology? I would say one of the interesting things and most intelligent things I have to give credit to Chrysler or Dodge Ram for their trucks okay. is that they actually have the Eco Diesel, which is a half ton pickup truck with a diesel engine, and believe it or not, it's won a bunch of awards. It's has great fuel economy because you know what? If you've got an F one fifty or in this case a Ram fifteen hundred, you're probably using it as a work truck. Right. And this allows you to have the capability of towing because it's torque, not horsepower, but it also gives you the ability of having a truck. So I, I give them lots of credit. They use the eco diesel engine also in the Grand Cherokee. So they're having great sales on that too, so I have to give them lots of credit. Whose motor is it? <laughs> I believe it. 
it's a good question. I think it's Cummings. That's the relationship is with Cummings. Okay. <laughs> not Mercedes? Uh, that I do not know. I, you know, the relationship with Mercedes is pretty much over with. There's only a little bit of relationship left. Okay. Um, Mercedes basically used Chrysler and then sort of sent them on their way um, when it came to uh, the separation of the two uh, brands. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they think yeah, about the only thing left that. is that horrible crossfire, which they claimed was a Mercedes product, which I think was terrible. Um, but, you know, the thing is, there's a lot of technology that's being shared. Okay. So when you say it might be a Mercedes engine, I don't have all the specs on it, but it could be like the block is theirs, or the camera, or the crank is theirs, or the fuel injection portion of it is theirs. So there is some relationship left, but not much. Okay. What's the highest horsepower car? Coming out of Detroit, that's a production car. The Hellcat, 707 yeah. horsepower. Wow. Which I have driven the Challenger and the Charger. Um, actually, it was pretty cool. The fastest sedan would be, of course, the four-door sedan was the Charger. And I thought to myself, hmm, not too bad, 202 horsepower. Now, we did put it on the track. It handled pretty well. It's really not designed for corners. It's really designed, obviously, for going in a straight line, but that car really had the capability on some point. We put it on the track, it was pretty impressive. And I have to say, if you want something, you could, one car, want to drive it year-round. It's got to be front-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive, something you think, what could I possibly get that would have performance, that would be cool. My wife would let me have it, or my husband, depending on who you are. I would say the, the Charger SRT Hellcat would be an awesome choice. Of course, I would only drive it with the red key, which gives you the full race key, but <laughs> just makes it a daily driver. It's like, yeah, whatever. You know, let the wife or the slow, slower driver have the black key. I would only drive it with the red key. Wow. All right, Lauren, uh, go ahead real quick and plug yourself. Tell everybody who you are, because I didn't do a very good job of uh, uh, oh, introducing okay. you. Well, so. um, that's okay. Uh, my name is Lauren Fix, F-I-X-1-X. Um, I am the car coach. I've been involved in the auto industry since I was a kid. My dad worked for the big three. Um, he had a Corvette and a Barracuda. And the Thunderbird in the garage, and we even had a Corvair at one point for hauling our boat. So, but uh, always, always cars in the garage. I learned how to work on cars when I was ten years old. Race cars and restore cars. I've been racing cars since 1980. Uh, my husband runs it in the Trans Am series, and we'll be running a Cadillac next year, and a CTSV in Trans Am. And uh, I race a Jaguar XKRS in the Vintage Race series. It's a 2000 uh, Trans Am car and uh, that ran in the Pro Series. And uh, my, me and my daughter, Shelby, my whole life is cars. So you could see me on any national news network. I'm on all of them. I'm also on Newsmax TV, Arrive News, and USA Radio, as well as Parade Magazine on a regular basis. Wow. You have got quite a uh, set of credentials behind you there, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, well, so tech, but I don't wrench on cars, but I am an SAE engineer. There you go. Alright, now you're not going to be at Scottsdale, you're going to be in Detroit. Are you going to be in Amelia Island this year? Uh, not that I know of yet, because if it conflicts with a Trans Am race, I will be at the races, but I will be at, um, I'm always at SEMA APEC. Okay. I'm always at the PRI show. Um, I will also be at uh, all the shows Detroit, uh, New York, Chicago, um, LA, uh, which won't be until November now. We just finished that. And uh, I'm also at press launches all around the world because I'll be heading to Iceland to test drive the new Land Rover port. And uh, we'll put that up on Fox Business Channel when that becomes around. And I'll have an opportunity to drive in February the new Acura NSX. Wow. 
Uh, you know, if you need somebody to carry your luggage, you know, keep me in mind, you know, because I'd like to travel with you just to learn the ropes. But, Lauren, I want to thank you very much for taking a few minutes and hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Reading Cars. This was a Detroit show. Uh, so, guys, what did you guys learn? If we had a lady on that upstaged us, what do you think about that, Terry? That, 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 that's great. I, I have a question about, about why why we don't have a PRI SEMA type show in Detroit. That's a good question. And, Lauren, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Um, that would be, FEMA now owns, the Special Equipment Manufacturers Association now owns PRI. So, again, I always say, pick up the phones, get an email campaign going. They're not going to most likely move it from Indianapolis, but hey, when the contract is up, they could move it to Detroit. Because Indianapolis, I don't think they can support us. If we get there, we take over every hotel, <laughs> every restaurant. It would be nicer to have it in Detroit. In so Detroit? Dearborn would be nice. Absolutely. Terry, you got a question for Lauren? You're a Chevy guy. So your involvement was on a professional basis. I'm sorry, could you repeat you're, that? You're, uh... <laughs> Terry, this is not what's my line. Go ahead and ask her a straight-up question. Uh, your involvement was a professional basis and still is, correct? Yes, prof- I, that's what I do for a living. I, I write, I'm actually editing a video right now for uh, the Cars of the Year, and uh, everything I do is car-related, from... Literally everything. I need my dog nester cars. We race cars. We restore cars. I own a tubing company called Classic Tube. We manufacture tubing products. I used to design um, brake components. So my whole life is cars. Inside, outside, upside down. Wow. Hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars this evening. I want to thank my special guest, Lauren Fix, the car coach. I want to thank Terry for hanging out with us for a few minutes. Jeff, the webmaster. Our dream sites. What's your thing real quick? Dreamsites.com. Dreamsites.com. Hey, I want everybody to show up to some of these car shows. Don't forget, this weekend, Silver Springs. Next weekend, Scottsdale, Detroit Auto Show. If you're there, stay safe, drive carefully, love your family. We'll see you guys next week. Maybe. Pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker.